Jesus, Lord of your thoughts. You guys, I want to take a minute today to unpack uh, an aha moment I had yesterday morning while I was uh, waking up, thinking about what was I was thinking about, and then uh, a revelation that I had yesterday morning. So just to give you guys a really quick context, got up yesterday, was uh, starting to cook breakfast, and uh, I was thinking about uh, things I need money for, and I was starting to feel anxious about it. Okay. And, uh, so I noticed this pattern about myself and it's been going on pretty much my whole life, you know, always worried about money and anxiety around money. Right. And so these thoughts just start rolling around in my head, right? How am I going to figure this out? Where am I going to get money for that? Lord did it. It's like a cycle, right? It's like a hamster on a hamster wheel. And my mind was going and going and going. So then I was like, I was looking through some Facebook videos that I'd done on here and I reposted it for you guys yesterday and it was basically the title of it was uh, something I was noticing in the Christian community and uh, I was basically discussing how there's so much fear and anxiety among most Christians these days and it all goes back to what are we what what thoughts are we entertaining what words are going around inside of our heads right and I was comparing God's word as a seed you know God's word is a seed and how you know whatever was is with whatever is within that seed, within that word, God wants to produce inside of you. It's the same thing when a man and a woman come together and that man's seed goes into that woman to produce a human being. It has everything it needs within that seed to produce a human, okay? The same thing with God's word. It has everything it needs to produce what it intends to produce inside of you. You just have to receive it. And so as I was meditating on this and, and listening to what I was sharing with you guys, this thought just enter this thought just entered my mind and it's when i entertain my own anxious thoughts or worry i have put my words above the lords have you guys ever allowed anxious thought patterns strongholds to be lord over your life like they come before that you know what god says but you choose to be filled with worry and anxiety above the word of god you guys i've done it so many times and yesterday it was just like, man, Lord, I don't want my words to be Lord. The whole point of you being Lord of my life is to literally be the Lord of my life. God's words are supposed to be the foundation of my life, the thing that I make decisions off of, the refuge that I have, the, the, the security, everything pertaining to life and godliness is, is within God's word. And there are times in my life where I allow my own thoughts and conclusions about things to crowd that out. And so I just have a couple questions or a couple things I want you guys to consider. So this is a form of adultery. You know how God talks about adultery all the time in his word, okay? You take God's word or someone else's above God's word. That's a form of spiritual adultery. Well, what is spirit? Thoughts, emotions, and will. So when you are entertaining thoughts that are not from God, entertaining your own thoughts, your own anxious thoughts, you guys, and I'm only speaking from experience. That's the reason I can get on here and talk to you guys about this, because I'm just sharing with you my own experiences in life in hopes of you being able to connect to that. And as well as, you know, utilize God's spirit within you, become aware of that, familiar with God's spirit. God, having God's spirit is having his thoughts, his emotions, and his will, reading his word, asking him what it means, talking to him about your life, asking him to give you practical wisdom in your life, insight, understanding, resources that you need, okay? And so every single time though, 
that we don't utilize the spirit within us, God's spirit. We don't ask him to help us. We don't ask him to give us what we need. We don't humble ourselves. All right. We are putting someone else's words above his. And God sees that as a form of adultery. God literally wants to consume you as a person. He wants to be the one that gives you everything that you need. All right. And so what is your being, right? What is being produced inside of you as a result of consuming their word or even his word? Have you, how many of you are actually aware of the thoughts that are governing your life right now? As I shared with you guys before, if you cannot identify the thoughts that are governing your life, how do you even know God is leading you? Right? God leads his people with a thought, with his spirit, right? And so the more that we become familiar with, you know, reading God's word, getting to know him, talking to him about our lives and asking him to reveal himself to us, then you can start differentiating between his thoughts, your thoughts, and even thoughts that come in. You're like, where the heck did this come from? Did you know the Bible literally tells us to take every thought captive? Do you guys know how much self-discipline this takes? It takes a lot of self-discipline for a person to be aware of the thoughts that are governing their life. Most people aren't aware of those things. They let so much stuff just consume their mind. And like I said, go around on that hamster wheel. All right. But God wants us to be aware of these things. All right. So that way we can be aware of whether he's leading our life or he's not leading our life. Right. If, how do you know who or what is leading your life if you're not aware of the thoughts that are going on in your head and how you're making decisions? All right. So a couple things. I have to be disciplined in my thoughts. You have to be disciplined in your thoughts. You guys, this is a human experience. This is not just, oh, okay, this is what Ashley has to do. You're a human. You have thoughts. God has thoughts for you. You have to start sorting through all this garbage that goes on up there at times. So number one, know your thoughts. I have to know my thoughts. You have to know your thoughts. And number two, decide which ones are that are going to dictate your life. That's it. Are you going to let your anxious thoughts, your worries, your anxieties dictate your life? right? Like I was doing yesterday. Am I, or am I going to say, you know what, Lord, you are Lord of my life. Your thoughts are supposed to be Lord above that. All right. When I entertain my own anxious thoughts or worries, I put my words above the Lord's. Are you putting your own anxious thoughts above God's thoughts? And you know, sometimes, uh, it's difficult for us to accept the thoughts of God because of our own condemnation that we got within our side of ourselves. And I think tomorrow you guys, I'll jump on here and uh, sh share some things with you that I realized about, you know, when God tells us to confess our iniquity, right? Why is that important? What is the dynamic between doing that and the effects of that? And I'll talk about that tomorrow. I just want to make this super short and sweet. Okay. So number one, let's, and here's one more question you guys can ask yourself. This is really important. How has God's word been a shelter to you? Is God's word a shelter to you? Think about that. And if you guys want some more context, check out the video that I reposted on my page yesterday. I'll, pu I'll put it in the comments of this video so you guys can rewatch it. It's only 25 minutes, but um, it really kind of unpacks what I'm talking to you guys about. And so I just want to ask you guys that question today. Is Jesus Lord of your thoughts? How many of you are vulnerable enough to expose yourself to God in that way? Do you know that's why a lot of people don't have a close relationship with the Lord? It's because they try to hide what they're thinking even though he knows everything and thinking and thoughts is what dictates your life. Some people do walk around mindlessly. All right. But you know, most people that are conscious, right. 
you do have thoughts that are running through your head and you have to start disciplining yourself and asking yourself, Lord, is this for me? Where did this come from? Why do I allow certain thought patterns to drive my life, right? Why, do, why, why is this such a stronghold to me? Right, you guys know what a stronghold is? It's a place of refuge. Think of the areas that you've had in your life where you've been injured, right? It could be, you know, growing up, having certain repeated experiences, whatever it is. You build walls of protection around yourself. You feel safer sometimes in the ways that you've learned to protect yourself through different, you know, things that you've done. And that's just, that's a safety to you, right? But at some point, you're going to outgrow those things, all right? Especially as uh, your trust with the Lord grows and develops, you know, you're going to evolve as a person. But Anyway, you guys, I just want to ask you that. Is Jesus the Lord of your thoughts? All right. Are you entertaining your own anxious thoughts or worry? Have you put your own thoughts above the Lord's in your life? All right. And when you do that, it's a form of spiritual adultery. All right. God wants to literally be in you. His word is a seed. He wants to produce in you what that word intended. And if you're not aware of the words that are governing your life, how in the world are you going to be able to discern God? directing your life if you don't even know the thoughts that are directing your life all right so i just want to share that with you guys really quick i hope you guys have a great rest of the day i posted a video i sang at church me and my husband have been attending a church a couple sundays a month so if you guys want to see me sing on there you guys go ahead and skip to the i wrote on there when the mark is like 46 46 minute mark and then i also sang another time yesterday in church you guys can check that out um i still have 14 signed copies of my book if anybody wants to get their hands on it nuggets of truth volume one it's about digging up the soil of your own life. Kingdom of heaven, where, where your heart, where God lives, all right? Starting to deal with some of the things that maybe you've been struggling with your whole life. You know, maybe areas of uh, judgment, shame, condemnation, all right? Getting healing in your life, learning how to utilize God's grace. What is truth? Applying it to the context of your life, all right? And then as you get healed, God, he, you start uncovering your skills, your talents, the desires he's hidden inside your heart, the plans he has for you, the things he wants you to do, maybe the practical things that you overlook, right? So if you guys are really ready to dig into that, get a signed copy of my book. You can order on Amazon too. You can order it on Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, all online. If you guys want to get a signed copy from me, you can do that as well. I'll put the link for that um, in the comments of this video. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to ask you guys that question. Is Jesus Lord of your thoughts? And if he's not, it's time to ask. start asking him what who and what is governing your life, what is going on within you, what do you need from him, and actually start utilizing God's spirit within you. He said he sent you his spirit to be a helper, all right? He's a shelter, he's a refuge, and these are the practical things we can do every day to start experiencing that in the context of our own life. So anyway, you guys, hope you have a great rest of the day, and I will talk to you soon.